Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mommy Files of a New Black Mom. And this week we are discussing the joys of holidays. And I kind of wanted to just sit back and discuss now as a single mom, but the reality of most moms when it comes to holidays. And I have three simple tips, because you know I love a good tip, and I love to share good tips with my good, good girlfriends, which are you. Let me just cap this by saying, yes, we are still in a pandemic. Yes, Rona is still out here. Yes, we are trying to protect our friends, our family, and our bundles of joy. So when I talk about these things, don't take it as me giving you a get-out-of-jail-free card. More or less, these are my own opinions about what you should do. And if you don't like it, guess what, sis? It's your choice. But again, we are still in a what? Global pandemic. And you should be wearing your mask. You should be sanitizing. And you should be taking whatever precautions you need to to make sure you and your loved ones and your small people are all safe and healthy. Let me just start with that. Now... What I can say, or at least start off with, is tip number one. Do not give if you don't have it. We're in a pandemic, so uh, unlike most years, and I'll say unlike, not that it hasn't happened before, your finances need to be bills, then gifts. It's hard. It's easy to allow yourself to feel guilty because you want to give, give, give. And I say this with like the most love and respect. If you know you can't afford a gift, don't go broke on Christmas to be homeless after New Year's. Okay? Um, And the reason I say that is because a lot of times we feel the guilt of having to give good gifts. And there's always an inexpensive way to give gifts. Um... One of my favorite things are stores like Ross, Marshalls, Burlington, and I would, I would say even like TJ Maxx because they all kind of fall in that same realm. And the reason I say that is because what I love about these stores is a lot of the stuff they have is like one-offs. Every Marshalls isn't the same. Every TJ Maxx ain't the same. Every Ross ain't the same. Every Burlington is the same. And you're like, well, these stores aren't really high end. The great thing about all these stores is, one, they sell name brand. So if you have that snobby sister-in-law or that extra bougie cousin, you can find them something of name brand for stupid, inexpensive prices. And the reason I say that is because people like gifts that feel like you spent a lot of money. My best friend and I were were gaggling over some other shit and she was like oh I bought my mom this new leather coat and I said girl she said it was originally $150 I got it for $20 a steal a steal and the problem is we're so hung up on making sure we give out great gifts that we don't think how we can give a good gift without going broke now you'll never be in a position to say don't give at all My brothers and them always say Christmas is canceled. They're not really big on holidays like that because we grew up in a very privileged home where my mom, even to this day, gives out 15, 20 gifts per person. It's her personality. It's her demeanor. It's how she is. For me, I'm a two gift maximum 
five gift maximum with kids. But I like to give people things of quality. So all year round, I think, what do I want to give somebody? What do I want to give somebody? So like one year, my two good girlfriends, I gave them self-care bags. Well, it was more of a basket. And the reason I went with that is because as you get older, I feel like us as women don't take care of ourselves. We stress, we don't sleep, we work, we don't take care, we don't rest, we don't do what the things we need to do. So I literally bunched up a bunch of goodies, like body scrubs and face masks and DIY little hair stuff. Like literally it was a bag bursting. Yes, that's the word bursting, um, busting, whatever with all these goodies that literally my best friend was like girl i needed that she was like i'm she's a makeup lover so i gave her a jade roller for her face and a face scrub for when she takes her makeup off i gave her sugar body scrubs because she doesn't have super sensitive skin but she's the type of person who enjoys a good bath and to me it was like i think i probably spent maybe 40 bucks per basket between getting all the little goodies inexpensively because five below has quality products for cheaper prices. So that same face scrubber that she was scrubbing her face with that could have been 30, 40 bucks, I paid $7 for. Stuff like that. You have to, one, be creative with your gifts. If you're going to give a gift, think of the person. Don't think of the dollar. Because this year, my gift is art. And the reason I say art is because every year I kind of think of what angle I'm going on with gifts. So... My one homegirl is a 420-friendly kind of lady. So her gift, it doesn't matter what it is, is always weed-inspired. It's always indica, stevia, something inspired. Her birthday gifts, I got her this dope plus-size uh, modeled artwork ash, uh, rolling tray. And it came with its own grinder. It was really dope. It was psychedelic. had really great colors. But it was a small gift that she may have thought of like, oh my God, it was perfect. But it wasn't super expensive, but it fit her. This year, I'm going with an art angle. I want to give everybody a nice piece of art to add to their house. Most of my friends have their own place. What they don't have is art. So my one homegirl who likes Indica, I found her a really dope poster of a very Afrocentric girl enjoying a little 420-friendly type of vibe. One of my best friends is so into black and white art and very much into fashion. I found her this really dope picture of like a model, but it's super artistic. And it'll go with the other pieces of art that she already has in her bedroom. My best friend just got her apartment and she has no real art in her living room. And her living room is kind of blue and very simple. But I want to get her a really great piece of art to add that's one girly because my best friend is super not girly. But the only other piece of art she has is the one I gave her, which was this gorgeous girl in like a gold frame. And it was super arty, but it was it was very much woman inspired. Um, so I'm finding, I found something very similar to that, that can go at almost like a accent piece. Um, my mom is very much into Afrocentric art. So one of her biggest things is she loves things that are very much culturally appropriate, but also culturally diverse as far as the, the black face. What is it doing? Whether it's straight up from Africa or it's politically inspired, but she likes stuff that's very pro-black. My brother and sister-in-laws are very much into their own kind of style, but they also like culture. Um, Both my sister-in-laws, I usually give them some kind of feminine piece of jewelry or something girly, but I'm definitely going with more of an artsy kind of girl-powered, 
um, kind of simple framework, which they'll love because they're definitely more Afrocentric than they let off. But it's very much kind of a depiction of them. My brothers, on the other hand, are very guys guy. Um, my brother's DJs on the side, so I found him a really dope piece of DJ equipment. And then my other brother is a huge Kobe Bryant fan. So I happened to find some really dope piece of Kobe art that I know he'll love. Now, the only thing when it comes to gifts is you want to think how you can get all of it at once for an inexpensive cost. So for me, it's like if I can find four or five pieces of art at once. So if I can get both my best friends, my two, my, my homegirl, and then the one piece of art for my brother, done. And then try to bundle everything up. So the, the, the second thing is think realistic gifts. I literally asked my seven-year-old goddaughter, what do you want? She said a Mac Pro. Says, I don't have a Mac Pro. You're not getting a Mac Pro. Um, just, just be out there. Now, don't get me wrong. My goddaughter can get almost anything out of me. I usually buy her clothes because she's small, but she's growing. And her mom always laughs because she's like, you always buy her clothes so big. I'm like, well, I don't know how fast she's growing because she's not standing in front of my face. It's so much easier for me to just buy her clothes that look big enough for her to grow into but that it's one less thing you have to buy down the road um because if she only wears like a medium I usually buy a large because I'm like if I buy for right now if she doesn't get a chance to wear it she's gonna outgrow it and by the time the next time the weather breaks she won't have clothes so stuff like that like that's how I look at it now what I may get her is something fun, something playful. I know she's really into makeup and I know she's super girly like me. So I'll find pieces that fit her aesthetic. Both my nephews are into cars, into building things, super into like engineering things. So anything car inspired that's like souped up really expensive cars, super into, and they like model cars. So when I find stuff like that, that I know they'll appreciate, it's like, grab it. Um, and it's one of those things that people don't take for take note on is if you're going to get something, try to get as many gifts in one place at once. So it's like if I'm getting all this art from Burlington, I might go to Target to get all the kids stuff at once. Um, but kind of just planning out my schedule so I'm not one, hitting 12 stores. Two, even if things aren't perfect, try to find a good fit while you're there. Don't be so quick to give up and don't be so quick to say, oh, they just don't have anything. Take your time. So even if I said I'm giving everyone art and I find a really dope piece of furniture or a couple of dope pieces of clothing, that might be the angle for that person. It's okay to switch it up. It's okay to have a game plan and having to divert from it to kind of like a backup plan. Tip number three, write your list and the reason I'm so adamant about writing your list is because when you write your list out you make less mistakes because then you could just check people off your list it's nothing more frustrating than going into a place and go oh my god who do I have to get a gift for I literally write my list out my list is probably a dozen or so people and then even if I have ideas, I might put favorite color, favorite idea, something that triggers. So when I see something that, again, may not be what I originally planned for them. But when I see something and I go, oh, I still didn't get anything for my mom. And I see something that's perfect, I can grab it. 
The other thing is don't overcompensate. People will take one great gift over five shitty gifts. Can I say that again? People will take one great gift over five shitty gifts. It's okay if everyone gives out more gifts. If you're a gifter, you're the type of person who likes to give a multi-gift, it's okay. If you're a person who likes to give one good gift, that's okay too. People will appreciate the thought that goes into a gift versus you just giving them a bunch of shit. And I say that because a lot of times you feel guilty. Like, oh, I know my mom is going to give a bunch of gifts. But fun facts about my mom. She spends her own money. She buys what she likes. She always gets what she wants. And it's really hard to buy for her. My mom is into sentimental. So for me, what I would get from my mom is I'm going to make copies of my daughter's birth pictures and get her a big frame with the three 8x10s in them. And there you go. My mother's going to love the gift. She's going to hang it up in her house. It's going to be a great fit. If I think of things that creatively are great, but aesthetically fit my mom's personality of things she likes, because she's sentimental, because she likes art, because she likes things with her grandchildren in it, I've hit all these marks and I've made her happy. One of the things that's really hard when you're a mom or a parent is that you always want to overcompensate. Me and my best friend got into a whole conversation because her seven-year-old wanted an iPhone. I said, pause. She's seven. Remember that. She's like, yeah, I know. I think we get her iPhone. I said, so three things. She doesn't take care of her iPad. Every time we turn around, she's leaving it. Now you want to give her something smaller to be responsible for. Two, you have a hard time managing her on her iPad. She's always on FaceTime and calling and texting. And you can do all those things from the iPad. What does she need an iPhone for? Three, you're adding another bill to your bills. Does that make sense? I don't think it makes sense. So me being a realistic person, by the end of the conversation, she was like, you're right. I don't think I'm going to get her a phone. I said, I get it. You see all these kids with a phone. You feel like a phone is necessary. I said, but you're the same one that literally screams and yells and fusses when she leaves her iPad everywhere. Her brother had a baby shower, literally couldn't find the iPad for probably six hours. Couldn't find it. And I'm like, you again want to buy her something smaller, more expensive, and something you're paying for just for her to put it down, walk away, and not take care of it. I said, you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You don't have to buy every new product that comes out for her, knowing that she's not responsible. When did you get your first cell phone? She was like, well, I was like 14. I said, exactly. I said, There is no necessity for a seven-year-old to have an iPhone. There's not. Now, I can understand if she, you know, was a kid that was catching the bus or a kid that had to public transportation and she was like nine, ten. I I just, I don't, I don't need it. I don't think it's necessary. But again, those are things I think of as a new mom where I'm like, when I see a seven-year-old with an iPhone, I think it's crazy. Baffling. When I see a kid under 14 with an iPhone, it's crazy to me because two things. Unless you're a kid that's solely independent, meaning you're a latchkey kid. If you don't understand a latchkey kid, you're too young to be listening to this. I'm just saying. But for those who don't know, a latchkey kid is a kid who basically had a key to their house and their parents let them be responsible enough to walk or get home, lock themselves in their home after they got their call. Their parents tell them they made it home and stayed home until their parents came home. 
if you were not one of those kids, a phone wasn't necessary. And now, because there isn't house phones, yes, most of those kids do have cell phones. But for kids who get picked up, dropped off, babysat, taken care of, and have a parent at every step of their way, again, what do you need a cell phone for? If you can't keep an 8x10 iPad within reach, baby, you don't need a a 2x5 cell phone. Just saying. But I say all this to say Christmas is a gift of celebration. So when it comes to things, don't go broke celebrating. Don't feel guilty about celebrating. Like, I knew myself. I moved. I got a new car. I got new bills. And I knew. I was like, okay. I have 14 people on my Christmas list. My dad, I don't really count them. And it may sound crazy, but my father's not a big gift, a big gift, a big person on receiving gifts. He just never has. He's very practical. He's super, like, I don't want anything. And he's always been that way. And people might think, like, you never get your dad gifts. It's like, it's just not his style. Like, I can get my dad something. He'll be really appreciative of it. But he doesn't look for gifts because he's just not into gifts. Um, he never has been. And it's really weird because when people get him stuff, he gives the same reaction. I, I, he goes, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Like, he's very appreciative, but he does not expect gifts because my father's not a gift person. Now, three things my father likes. Westerns, salmon, and he likes dad gifts, like ties and shirts and shit. But realistically, my father's retired now, so he doesn't really do much. And him and his wife are very chill, so they don't really do a lot to do anything. But my dad's not a big thing kind of person like for him to have things he just he doesn't need them um but nonetheless I try to think of something creative to get him but he's very simplistic let me just say that so again think of the person think of the person now because we're in a pandemic it's okay if your gifts get shipped to people and people take for offense like oh I like to give my friends their gifts My goal and my plan is all my friends are going to get their gifts on Christmas because I'm going to be around them. So around probably the 23rd, that that week of Christmas, I usually do my my week of Christmas trail where every time I see a friend, they get their gifts. Um, So one of my homegirls is like a sister to me. I make sure I get her gift. She loves scarves. Super easy. Find, I usually go to thrift stores, find really dope scarves, like one of a kind, really cool stuff. But she's into that. I get her that. She likes Puma. I get her that. Um, but she's really simple. She And I've been giving her gifts all year, FYI, because I've been downsizing my closet. So every time I downsize my closet, my sister laughs because she lost probably close to uh, almost 100 pounds, something like that. Yeah, almost, almost, almost maybe more than 100 now. But I give her all my old clothes. Now, these are well taken care of. And I'm a weird person about giving people clothes because I always go through them. Even my daughter's stuff, I go through every piece of clothing. So if it's stained, if it's dirty, if it's cruddy, I throw it away if it can't be washed. If it's clean, I literally, I've probably in the last year and a half, I've given her four bags, four big black garbage bags worth of clothes, pocketbooks, book bags, all of that. Why? Because... One, my sister doesn't really shop that much, too, because she lost all this weight so aggressively. Her having to buy a new closet is, like, eh, not always feasible. But for me, it's like, I don't wear this stuff. 
And I'm a person who likes to shop often, so I revamp my closet very quickly. Um, but I also kind of wear the same things all the time. I'm a very much a black person. I wear a lot of black. But I'm also into comfort. And I, I literally just had to go buy t-shirts because I don't have any t-shirts just to wear with jeans because I've given all of my things away. But super simple. Get her scarves. I know what she likes. Um, but when it comes to Christmas, think one big gift. Don't think five small gifts. Because most likely, especially when it comes to kids, Get them a gift they'll appreciate super easy and it gives the point my nephews are not big fans of clothes i used to buy my nephews jordans and all these fancy stuff one my nephews aren't really into that now when they get older come to auntie auntie will buy you jordans um but because my kid my nephews are like kid kids they like books they like toys they like games but they really like cars so i know what to get them um like, like I'm going to say a Christmas ago, last, no, a year before last. No, it might have been last year. I think I got my mom. Nope, it was. It was the year of 2018. I got my mom uh, tickets to Anthony Hamilton. That was her Christmas gift. Um, and it's crazy because I always try to find creative gifts to give my mom because she's so hard to buy. But it's like, think of things like that. Um, spa days are really great for moms or sister-in-laws or a female in your family that you don't really know what to get spa days massages um wine like subscription boxes so my sister-in-law is really a big wino something like that super creative like a bonus box um or make your own box you see where i'm going here so literally get a bunch of different stuff that you know they like so my sister-in-law really likes wine you can get a really nice box, make it a wine box, go to Costco, go to your local wineries and say, hey, do you have like a, a taster's box? Great gifts. Great gifts. Um, but they also are great gifts as a couple to give to your family. So like my brother and wife, I can give them a taster's wine box, a picture of their niece, Merry Flipping Christmas. Done. I'm giving y'all free treats here. <laughs> Um, if you know a woman who likes makeup, get them a makeup course. Buy them a gift card to their favorite makeup place. People always shit on gift cards, and I'm just going to say this about gift cards. They are the best gift you can give someone when you know they'll appreciate it. If you know a person like me, I love Target. So if you want to give me a gift card, Target. Target. And if you want to give me a gift card, give it to me for at least $50. Now, don't be cheap. Don't give nobody no damn $10 gift card. Even $25 is a little eh, because how much can you get with $25? But if you're going to give a gift card, give a Visa or give a Target. Starbucks are hit and miss. Dunkin' Donuts are hit and miss. But I'm always loving me some Target, okay? But don't sleep on gift cards. They're a great gift when you feel like you want to give somebody something but you just don't know their size their fit their style it's okay get them a gift card a gift card will go a lot further because people like to spend money and even if it's something you couldn't think of like my best friend was like well what do you want and i was like what do you mean she was like well what do you want for christmas and i was like i mean i don't really want anything and she's like well you know i'm already getting you stuff for your house i said then that's my christmas gift my best friend literally bought me a blender a cure and a, a freaking stand-up mirror because those were the three things I told her I really wanted for my apartment. Now, granted, 
my best friend didn't have to buy all of this but I know her and knowing her it was like trying to find the perfect thing so it's like what do you need like I know she would love a wine bar rack so that's also on my mind to get her because it'll be something she doesn't expect it'll be something she loves and it'll be something really cool so for me it's like think of what your friends will need think of what your friends will like and think of that person and if you can find it one inexpensively two in, in a style or color or some kind of match it's okay so think of the things you know they need when you're coming up with gifts don't be afraid also if you're creative use your fucking creativity i'm a slight crafty and i only say slight because people give me way more credit i just revamped my whole dining area my best friend was like, bitch, you're more handy than you know. And I'm like, I'm not. I literally, um, I got a dining table from one of my good, good girlfriends. And that's the other person on my Christmas list. One of my good girlfriends, we always exchange gifts. She always gives great gifts to my daughter. And I always appreciate it because it's always like that, that unexpected, like, I'm grateful because you always look out and I appreciate it. But it's one of those things where she's a giver just like I'm a giver. She gives because she likes to give. Um... So for me, I really appreciate because she was, you know, revamping her house and she had a dining table. She's like, hey, I know you just moved. Do you have a dining table? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, no. Like, my brother was going to give me his, but if you have it here in the city, yeah. She's like, my husband's going to bring you it. It has four chairs. Do you want the chest? I was like, I don't need the chest. I'll just take the dining table and chairs. Cool. She gives it to me. It's this, like, medium brown, basic wood table with chairs, but the seat covers garbage so granted it's second hand i didn't have to pay for it i had to put it together her husband dropped it off for free love them like family thank you but in my head i'm like this aesthetically doesn't go with my vibe in my apartment one i'm a very much a black person so people always say you like a lot of black i like black with color i like black with a splash of pop of something so literally <laughs> i decided i'm gonna paint the table and my desk so my desk used to be my beauty desk that I'm gonna use for work now because that way I can work from home do multiple things trying to be an adult so I said I'm gonna paint these two things and I'm gonna recover these chairs let me tell you two things I never really painted furniture I decided to do all these things when I first moved and it's more work than I set up for so the first thing I repainted was my coffee my little uh side tables for my living room I decided my living room was going to be like gray and blue and black, but I added a pop of color with the art. So I have multiple multicolored uh, piece of animal pic, uh, paintings. Two are elephants, one is a giraffe. So that's behind my main couch. Behind my TV, I have this big piece of art. It's like pink with blue and white, and they all kind of tie in because they're all colorful, but they all fit this kind of motif color scheme. So I'm like, okay, these other two pieces of furniture need help. They're both wood. They're both like ugly wood colors but I was like these side tables I got my mom gifted me when, we, when I lived in the house with my ex and they were brown metal like a bronze metal with like tan marble balls on them I said how can I revamp these so I'm like I'm gonna paint these bitches silver because I'm a procrastinator I painted them one day left them outside too long they got messed up I had to repaint them twice it's fine that's my life those are the shit I deal with 
But when I painted them and then used them, I was like, oh my God, bitch, this is perfect. The, the tabletops on them were glass. My mom was like, are those tables I gave you? I was like, well, yeah. She said, you painted them? I was like, well, I, I did, the other one didn't really go. And, you know, I felt guilty because they were a gift. But I was like, I revamped them. And she was like, well, they look really good. I think you did a good job. I was like, cool. <laughs> I know this is about Christmas, but this is just my brain. So, so ride with me. So, literally, the next projects I decided to do is, well, are my, uh, well, was my dining table. I said, my dining table will paint black. My mom's like, really? You're going to paint it black? I'm like, I think black will be good. Black is aesthetically pleasing for me, and it's a great base to add any color to it. I said, I can dress it up, dress it down, and I always wanted black, I always want black uh, furniture or dark furniture because I feel like it's, it's cleaner. So this huge table, I go, I go to get paint, paint this thing, paint it down, paint the tables, paint the chairs. Now, the only thing is I will have to touch up the chairs because that was a labor of love and chairs are a lot harder than tables, but I painted them all black. That probably was a three week process (laughs) because the paint was waterproof. So every time it got water on it, before I put the ceiling on it, the paint started coming up. Then I had to make sure the paint was even. Then I had to make sure it was smooth and it looked neat. Then I put the ceiling on it. I had to make sure that was fully dry and that was smooth. So literally a labor of love with this table. So then I decided, okay, bitch, you painted the chairs black. You got to take the seat covers off so you can make them look good. So it looks like whoever did this, who bought this table maybe before her, had covered the chairs with this horrible grandma fabric it was like burgundy and like a dark gold stripe it looked like grandma furniture so i ripped that sucker off of course there was beautiful white seat covers on there before but you could tell the people didn't take care of it fine i said i'm just gonna take off them that added on one because that just looked like shit and it was too bulky and i'm gonna get down to the base get down to the base and i go to walmart because huh, i just love walmart and, you know, they have a fabric section. Now, they used to have a big fabric section where you can, like, get someone to cut you a piece of fabric. Now, they just sell fabric in one yard and half yard squares, whatever. So, I'm like, okay. One, I've never covered chairs before. Can I start with that? Never covered chairs before. Two, I didn't know how much fabric I needed. So, I said, I'd rather get more than have to come back to this fucking Walmart. So... In the midst of all of this, I decided I was going to paint my desk white. Why? Because it's out in my living room, well, my dining living room area. And I was like, I needed to look aesthetically girly, but also really sleek. And every time I think of sleek, when it comes to desk or beauty desk or vanities, it's white. So I said, I'm going to paint them white. I went to Ross, found these like almost uh, crystal glass knobs for six bucks. Perfect fit, unscrew the knobs, put them on there, painted my desk white. Um, I'm probably going to have to put another seal on it, but I, I did the same thing. Chalk white paint, sealed it up. It took probably like four or five coats just because that chalk white, like uh, I call it, it's, I call it paint, but it's, it's water, it's water-based paint. So if it gets on your carpet or your wood floors, you can wash it. If it gets on your hands, you can wash it. If it gets on your clothes. Again, you could wash it. The reason I don't like semi-permanent, non-washable paint, because especially if you're renting somewhere, the one thing you don't want to do is ruin the people's shit, okay? So I painted that white. That took forever, but that's done. Sits against my wall, super super clean, super neat, really pretty. Back to the chairs. (laughs) So the chairs, I'm in the fabric section of Walmart trying to figure out what these seat covers going to look like. So I'm like, I want them to be different, but I want them to stand out. 
I'm like, polka dot, hate it. Stripes, hate it. Paisley, hate it. So I'm looking for a pattern and I stumble across this like multicolored solar system-esque universe style fabric. And it's black based, but all the moons and the planets and all the like the swirling on it is like these multicolors but it's not crazy it's not rainbow but it's definitely multicolors like pinks and oranges and blues and purples with sparkles and like it's super girly but it's super different and it's actually really dope for a dining room table so i decided i'm gonna get four packs of this one year fabric because bitch i never used fabric before and i'm gonna figure it out i buy super adhesive fabric glue because I don't again have a staple gun and I wasn't about to buy one and this thing was like perfect for fabric seals in 24 hours literally lifesaver so I decided to buy this fabric it takes me probably two days to do the seat covers mind you my chairs have been painted the table have been painted for probably three weeks but they haven't had seats in them in probably almost almost three weeks because once i finished painting them i took the seat covers off and my daughter was like mommy how where am i gonna sit like what's good like you're over here having a mental breakdown we can't sit at the dining room table but in my mind i was like oh this could be a fast project never start projects with scorpios because let me tell you sis my chairs have not been together in like three weeks and it's been baffling because I've had company I've had people over stupid but it made my dining room also look like a work in progress which is the other reason why I didn't really want people over because I was like oh my god my house looks the best because I'm starting all these projects I'm doing them at night and I don't finish them in 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 a decent amount of time but I said bitch you're gonna get this fabric we're gonna get this glue we're gonna cover these chairs and your chairs are gonna be put together this weekend so bought the fabric on friday i started doing one chair cover just to test it out saturday comes i somehow get three of them done literally only needed two yards of fabric for anyone knowing guessing and these are pretty i would say big seats so i would think smaller ones will probably take less but for the four seats i covered i used four pieces i mean two pieces of the one yard fabric so two yards of fabric literally cut glue sealed and even the pieces that were too short to even come all the way to the bottom I used the glue and kind of like smeared it on the sides to keep the fabric like attached to the seat bitch let me tell you this shit works so perfectly I was so proud of myself because like I said DIY not my strong point but I literally was so proud because a bitch did it in in one swoop and i laughed so hard because i did one in like five hours because i was like not sure and i needed here's the other thing when you're gluing stuff you need things to hold down the edges if you're not going to staple it so that the edges stay down seal down and are hard so i did all three in one night i did one in one night and three in the rest i screwed them in put them together, took the cover off the table because I was using the tabletop to paint the chairs because I wasn't about to bend on the floor. Took the plastic up from under everything, wiped everything down. I looked at my fucking table, sent pictures to my best friend, and she's like, bitch, that's so fire. Fucking dope. If I had a before and after, you'd be shooketh. Shooketh. You hear me? So now I need to actually set my table, put a cute little tablescape. I need a centerpiece for my table, but... I was so proud of myself because I was like, bitch, you don't DIY. So when I say DIY, take it from the non-DIY queen. This is full circle while we're here. <laughs> and you're like, how did this story have anything to do with Christmas? 
if you're going to do a gift, go hard about it. If you're going to do DIY, go hard about it. If you want to go and do something, go hard about it. These DIY projects are super easy if you really commit to it. Don't be like me. Don't procrastinate. Because I'll start a project today. It won't be done till Valentine's Day. But again, I'm super hyped because my chairs are fucking done. This shit looks chef's kiss professional. I'm going to go get me a, SP, a can of spray paint just to touch up my chairs a little bit. Other than that, though, my, my dude, perfection. Like, the shit is flawless. And I can't wait to have people over and see all of my hard work. But again, it's Christmas season. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Don't let your cousin who don't cook make the macaroni and cheese. Okay? And if you're going to cook, cook with love. People can taste when you're mad. People can taste when you when you was angry at your baby father and you made that, that cake and the cake was runny, you say. Um, be safe. Don't have a big party if you don't need to. Don't have a lot of people if you don't need to. Stop trying to have huge shindigs if you, again, don't need to. Um, make sure you really clean your house when you have company over. Like, scrub your toilet. People can tell when you don't scrub your toilet. Just saying. Um... And if you're going to do stuff over the holiday season, don't be mad when people don't want to leave. Don't have a party or a shindig if you don't want people in your house after a certain time. Either have it earlier or don't have it at all. Just a holiday quick tip. Um, If you know you're going to have drinkers and smokers, let them know. This is the designated drinking area, designated smoking area. And don't be mad when people don't really listen if you don't tell them if you don't tell people hey it's okay if you smoke on my patio it's okay if you smoke in my house it's a kid non-kid friendly party it is it's kid friendly because especially in holiday seasons people always want to have a, a party but then say oh kids aren't invited let parents know we are parents first and i'm a big stickler about not bringing my two-year-old to adult functions I literally had this conversation with my cousin's friend because my cousin had a surprise birthday. Well, not surprise. She had a birthday dinner. And nowhere on that invitation it said you and your daughter. It just said you. So personally, I took it as an adult party with no kids. She shows up with her two-year-old son. And she's like, hey, where's, where's your daughter? I said, at home with the babysitter. She was like, oh, you didn't bring her? This is an adult party at 9 o'clock at night. Why would I bring my two-year-old? Made it make sense. So if you're going to have these great holiday shindigs, powwows, get-togethers, whatever you want to call it, let people know. And make sure people know if it's kid-friendly or not. Because ain't nothing worse than going to an adult party with a four-year-old running around and everybody's trying to smoke and drink. And now we got to put it out, go hide smoking, not be this, not be that. And let your neighbors know when you're having a get-together. Can I tell you that? It's the holiday season, so people expect company, expect you to be dancing, partying. Especially if you live in an apartment building, don't be rude. Give your neighbors under you a heads up. Like, hey, just want to let you know, I'm going to have company. So in case, if it's too much noise, you know, come let me know. But if not, you know, I'm just giving you a heads up. Don't be the dick. I think that's it. I think I covered everything. I appreciate you for listening. You bitches know I love you. And like I told you, I'll be back. Look at me being consistent, bitches. I'm out.